Welcome to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo, your podcast for all things holistic health and wellness from a Christian worldview. Well, what's happening today? We are, Andrew and Kate, as you just heard, we're excited to, to share uh, a fun, a fun kind of quick uh, topic of a podcast today. And, and it's kind of more of a generic, how do you turn around your life today, Kate? What, what, what are, we're, we're having a top 10 list. We like top yeah, 10. Yeah, we do. It's going to be 10 tips that if you were to disappear for a year and you really focused on implementing these 10 things, that you would come back a different person. This actually came out of, out of, a, of a fun time in our office when we had our, our chiropractic practice. We really wanted to challenge our patients each month to take something that was tangible away from our office, not just their adjustment, not just our conversation, but something that you could change. And a lot of these things are really cool because what you can do is if you took yourself, you know, 28 days, about a month or so, is what scientifically is shown. If you create a a habitual pattern for that long, you can create a habit. We want to make things easy for you. Our goal with this podcast is just to share what God has shown through us, through his, what he's revealed to us through his word and what we've seen through modern science and tech, and even just from a holistic point, as we, as we mentioned, how your body functions. So these are 10 things that you could implement right now. I would, I, would, I would encourage you to maybe take it one at a time and slowly implement these things. As my wife just said, if you took a year, most people really like these fad things like, hey, you can, you can, you can drop 30 pounds in 20 days here and do it, or all these quick fixes. And, and while that can seem exciting and encouraging to see quick results, it's often the long term changes that you make that are more sustainable and are stay with you longer and it has to work for your lifestyle it has to, yeah. and if it feels like it's a strain or a stretch to get through whatever challenge you're doing it's probably not something you're going to maintain so if you maybe choose to i like choose implementing one thing at a time and finding a way that that i can make that a consistent part of my routine you know i'm way down the right i'm way down the line of like sourdough starter and baking my own goods and all that and it's a lot of fun for me but I could not have done all of this at a time that maybe I was a student in school or an early, early mother. Um, I had to find the right season of life to kind of take next steps in areas that I was hoping to. So, so like everything else we say, there's no cookie cutter way to do this, right? I feel like a broken record every time, every time we get in on these mics. I want you guys to know that yes, you're all at a very different season. And based on where you're at in life, the season that God has you in, these are going to hit you. These 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 um, these challenges. These these podcasts. The information is going to hit you in a different way, and that's okay. We want you to find where you're at and take gradual steps to just getting a little bit better each day. Yes. So let's dive in. Our first and number one tip is to spend time with Jesus and daily devotions. So good. It's so important to start your mind and your heart off with the Word of the Lord and be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you take time to spend that morning with Jesus or end your day with Jesus, he is going to, he is the only thing that can change your heart and your mindset and your outlook on life. You know, if you look inward, you're often depressed. If you look outward, you're distressed. But if you look up, you are just calmed and filled in a way that nothing in this world can do. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, we we hold that stance to a lot of things. But sometimes people look to politics, they look to social media, they look to celebrities. And we, we just believe that, you know, you can't legislate morality. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't find it when somebody else, we, it, it really truly takes you anchoring your soul to a bigger purpose than just what looks good, what feels good. When you have a set of values that are, are founded on a solid foundation that is scripture, that's Jesus, mm-hmm. 
we believe that's truly the best and first thing you should do to, to find a radical change in your life. And really for us, even our desire to pursue health and wellness and ministry, it's all spun from this eternal perspective that we're given each and every time we open the Word of God. So for us, that is priority number one. Above all and anything else, that is our number one healthy habit. Yep. Number two is simple enough. It's get 10,000 steps a day. That's, again, depending on your height, that might be a different <laughs> level of distance traveled. For me, it's somewhere around, you know, three and a half to four miles. It's uh, five miles, honey. Well, <laughs> not, on my phone, not on my phone. On my watch, it, it says sometimes it's like 4.2 miles. Uh, if I get steps, if I'm jogging, if I'm walking, it, that changes a little bit to your stride length. The idea is to move, to get out and walk around. And it's all day movement. Your body is not designed to sit all day or stand all day. Your body is designed to move all day. And so you honest to goodness are better off getting your 10,000 steps over the course of the day, you know, morning through night, than to just go for one five mile run in the morning and then be done for the rest of the day. Yeah, if you could space it out, that would be ideal. So number one, spend time with Jesus. Number two, get 10,000 steps a day. Number three, strength train three to four times a week. This is important no matter what season of life you're in, but especially if you're younger, building your bone density while you're young will really help prevent osteoporosis later on. Now, if you are older listening to this, strength training will still make a massive impact on your joint health and your, the, main, the maintaining of your bone density and bone structure. As well as hormone production. So yes. I know in men, uh, you see typically after your mid-30s or early 40s, you see a, a steep decline in the level of uh, testosterone production, which is really important for men's health, prostate health, all those other kind of things. There's been research that shows if you're able to, to strength train with the resistance and do some and heavy, not, he- not crazy heavy, but heavier resistance training with some free weights, that helps boost your testosterone like a ton. I mean, it's, and just it's, think about yeah. the quality of life you want when you're older too. I mean, do you want to be a grandmother that can pick up your grandchildren, that can take them to the park and be able to engage with them on a very active level and not just simply be the, an old lady in a chair, right? Like yep. I want to be able to move healthfully for the rest of my life. And so that's why I choose to strength train multiple times a week right now. Yep. Uh, the fourth one is to prioritize quality of sleep. So again, that's not just saying, oh, I want to go to bed at seven and, and get up at eight, you know, and get 15 hours of sleep and, and take a nap throughout the day. Now you could do that. I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. But again, for each person, we typically want to see at least eight consecutive hours of sleep. That's the goal. Eight to nine, really, it would be ideal. And that means that the more hours you get before midnight equals that much better rest for you throughout. So Yeah. Yeah, And when you have good quality sleep, that means you have the energy to go do your workout and strength train. You have the energy to make a healthy meal. You have the energy to, it's a keystone habit that, right, if you get good sleep, you now have the energy and motivation to do other things for your health. And if you're active throughout the day, when you hit that pillow at night, boom, you're ready to just fall asleep because you've exhausted yourself, which is good. Tip number five is eliminate seed oils and alcohol. There really is no nutrition per calorie um, or ounce consumed of these products, and all they do is cause inflammation within your body. I know people are going to say wine has antioxidants, but there are so many other places you can get antioxidants that don't involve the alcohol and the stress and toxicity on your liver. And so if you're able to find alternatives 
you really have to read a lot of ingredients because seed oils are in almost anything packaged nowadays. But making a concerted effort to avoid these products will go a long way for your health. Yep. That's why we said, you know, to minimize those and to do as best you can. Um, number six is to minimize and really not just sugar, but processed sugar. Again, fruits and fruits and veggies that have sugar in it. They're going to be, again, they can spike your blood sugar just like somebody else can, but because they have a lot of extra stuff, they have fiber, they have nutrients, they have vitamins, they have minerals. They also have something called phytonutrients, which you can't find in anything but a whole food. Those are things that also allow your body to process that sugar in a better way. So minimizing processed sugar is a huge, huge thing. Number six. So number seven is... Spend at least 30 minutes outside every day. And yes, even if you live in Michigan like we do, that means in the winter. Your body... <laughs> needs to be outdoors. It needs the fresh air. It needs the sunlight directly on your retinas or your eyes to help you set your circadian rhythm so that you can go to sleep at night. And I personally almost always go for a walk every day. Rain or shine, my daughter has little rain boots and a little rain outfit, and she thinks it's so fun to splash in puddles. Um, but there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad clothing. I am convinced of this. So if you can find a way to spend 30 minutes outside, whether that's in the morning, noon, or night, you will you will reap a lot of health benefits from this. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you this one tip that my mom always gave me. You can always take off what you have on. You can't put on what you don't have. So dress in layers. So that if that's if that's your, your qualm is I can't get out in the winter. It's too cold. Just wear layers. Dress in layers. Yep, Absolutely. Yep. Or no. run faster. Or run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then you're going to run further if you go 30 minutes still. It's all about it's just 30 time. minutes. Yeah. I, I didn't say you yeah. had to go a distance. Number eight <laughs> is to up your focus on protein each meal. Again, this is something that seems like a weightlifter or powerlifter or physique competitors thing. No, this is for the everyday Joes and Janes that just want to be healthier and turn life around. Protein is what essentially helps build the it's, it's the building blocks of all the tissue of your body, right? And there's other things there too where we don't have time to get into all the detail of all the generic uh, or the, the the specific things um, that that go on cellularly. But protein helps your body rebuild muscle mass after you've been using it to, to walk, to exercise, to to live an active lifestyle. It helps you recover faster. That's why a lot of protein shakes, they recommend you drink it after a workout because it helps you recover. It, it builds your body back up and allows you to have a healthier, more fit body so that way you can go on the next time and, and be uh, that much more fit when you, when you uh, go to complete your activity. And I'm not going to say nobody can, but the average person really cannot overeat on protein. You're going to feel very sick and there's going to be a level at which you're very, very satiated versus things like bread or especially simple carbohydrates, there seems to be no end. Even for me, like I can eat bowl upon bowl of cereal and like totally keep going. Yeah. But you give me a chicken breast and I am definitively done at the end of my chicken breast. Yeah, those breast. things are often called empty carbs for a reason because they, they don't really, there's, there's, there's carbs that have no sustenance to them. Protein, if you eat a lot of heavy protein meals, like my wife said, you're going to be filled up a lot faster. Mm -hmm. And if you consume those things first, it eliminates the desire even for you to want to eat something after. Yeah, and you'll stay full between meals too. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. If you have any questions or topic ideas, you can reach out to the Daily Well Podcast on our website, myhopefm.net. Just click podcast.
Number nine is to plan intentional times of community with both friends and family. That is something that's really important to us. We actually moved so that we could be closer to family and have a little bit more flexibility in our schedule to travel and go see family. Once we gave birth to our daughter, Scout, um, we realized that we needed to find a more sustainable rhythm for our lifestyle and engaging family as a priority, as an influence in her life. And we also really prioritize time with friends and building community, especially with other strong Christians, because it's such an encouragement to us in our walk. And everybody's going to hit seasons where life just seems to hit a little bit harder. And to have people that can rally around you and lift you up, boy, there is nothing like it. And so even if you're not going through a hard time, friendships are still so necessary for your mental health. They are. And, and, and to with this is, is about being wise who you let into. So I've always, there's always this, this, this image of, of a target. You have the outer, the inner, and the innermost ring, right? So you have, a, you, have a, you know, just people that you allow on the fringes of, 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 of your life. They're acquaintances. They're people that maybe you disagree with on everything, but you can still have a friendly conversation with them. There's your inner circle. There's the the next circle, which is close friends that you know you you can do life with, but maybe they don't quite uh, have the same ideals, and you 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 still love them and spend time with them. Then there's your innermost circle, and even Jesus modeled this by having you know he had as many disciples, he had twelve, and he had his innermost, which was Peter, James, and John. So he had his three of the twelve, and of and the twelve of the hundreds who followed him around. So. Look to Jesus to, to find uh, a good representation of how it is. Find people who are going to challenge you, but also who, who are going to have your best interests, and they're not going to let you just be lazy for that. And the last one, which is not always my the easiest thing on our 10 list, but something that's really, really good and beneficial that we've done, is to find and establish a financial budget and stick to that budget. A budget is so important for many obvious reasons for your financial security. But even from a health standpoint or a fund standpoint, you don't know what dollars you can invest in different categories if you are not being mindful of where every other dollar is going. And so especially for um, Andrew and myself, having that budget brought a lot of, it relieved a lot of stress in our marriage, especially early on, because we maybe didn't share the same values right away for every single dollar. And so being able to work through that, know where you, you know, where to your grocery budget you want your dollar to go, where to your social life budget you want a dollar to go. It just, it really brings a lot of freedom and a lot of wholeness to your life when you're able to just kind of rest easy that each dollar has a designation and you have your savings account and it helps prevent a lot of stress <laughs> if something major comes up with cars or house, whatever, kids. Um, so And, and I can't yes. tell you how relieving it is when, if you have an issue that maybe you're trying, you're both disagreeing, and you can blame the budget for why you're doing something. Like for me, this sounds kind of counterintuitive. Well, it, it isn't. Just, it's just how Kate and I are wired. She's a, she's the saver, I'm the spender in our relationship, and so there's one in every relationship. There, there is, <laughs> but but when we first got married, we found that that, that created a lot of, a lot of uh, issues and a lot of challenges because we just both wanted different things with our finances, and so. Even something as, as as small as ten dollars a month when we when we were in a real big saving. I don't mode, even know if it was that much. Might have been five. I think it was five. So when we first started this, just giving me five dollars to spend on whatever I wanted. We called it our fun money or our mad cash. It's just it's whatever I want. I had just even something as little as that gave me a sense of confidence that I had money that I could do whatever I wanted with. And no matter how 
weird Kate found it that I was using it to go do something or to play putt putt or to buy a pair of shoes. If I had it in my mad cash, I could do it. And she had to be okay with that. And that doesn't mean she stopped, you know, giving me grief or, or giving me, you know, the, the, the love. <laughs> my opinion. <laughs> yeah, that, let's call it that. It, it still allowed me to have that sense of freedom. And it's funny how you mentioned that, Kate, how a budget gives you freedom. It's so parallel to how scripture gives us, I would say, constraints on what we should and shouldn't do. There's so much freedom found in looking at Scripture and how God's called us to live. When we understand the boundaries aren't bad, they they give us they give us freedom to know how best to utilize what we do. And so, oh, for sure, you can live in the freedom, or you can live in bondage to your budget and ha- experience the financial freedom of that. But you're still kind of right enslaved by your budget, or you can be enslaved by the debt that you're in because you don't know where your money is going. Yeah, so, yeah. All of these tips were designed to help you live as God has designed you to live and to reduce stress in your life. So I know a few were unorthodox like the budget, but the more that you can just reduce all external stressors, the more time that you're able to devote back to the Lord in community with others or exercising and engaging in healthful activities. Yeah, so here, I'll give you a quick rundown of our 10. Just to to recap, I guess this is a long one, a lot of stuff. Hopefully you can pause and take good notes if you want to. Uh, But again, first one, spend time with Jesus on a daily basis. Two, get 10,000 steps a day. And three, strength train three, four times a week. Four, prioritize quality sleep. Five, eliminate seed oils and alcohol. Six, minimize your processed sugar intake. Seven, spend 30 minutes a day outside every day. Eight, up your focus on protein each meal. Nine, plan intentional times of community with friends and family. And 10, establish and stick to a financial budget. Guys, these are things that we've spent years not, I won't say perfecting, but years establishing and putting into uh, our, our regular lifestyle. It takes time, but these are great places to start. And if you have a good handle on these, it's amazing how God can use these and, and move in your life and give you freedom, both mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially uh, through all these things. So we hope that they uh, were a huge encouragement to you. Thanks for listening to the Daily Well Podcast with Andrew and Kate Seppo. We pray that you're able to take a piece of information back to use for your health journey. And if you'd like to reach out to us, you can at myhopefm.net. Just click podcast.